You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. On today's episode, I have a discussion with Coach Eric, one of our coaches here at Trip Advice. And Eric has a lot of really cool stuff to talk about. I feel like every time we chat, there's so much more I always want to talk to him about on the podcast. And today we're talking about dating scams. So I don't know if you've ever experienced a dating scam. Mainly they're just trying to get money from you. So that's what the scam is. Well, Coach Eric has actually gone undercover here. When I say undercover, I mean, he's gone through the process to all the way to the point where, you know, before he's about to give them money or do anything that they're trying to get some bank account information from or whatever it may be, he gets all the way to that point. And the reason why he does this, and you're going to hear him say this on today's discussion, is because he wants to be in the know of any of the latest kinds of scams. And he says here, which is kind of interesting, is how the scams keep getting better and better, meaning it's ever evolving because they're learning what works and what doesn't work and the best way to scam you. But don't worry, because Eric is going to be teaching you and telling you all about how to look out for them and exactly how to avoid them. So once you listen to this, you should never, ever, ever, ever be in a situation where you'll get scammed again. It's very simple. He's got a little formula and it's just cool that he's actually gone through this process multiple times and still does. So he's just in the know of all the updated scams that are happening. So we're going to be going over that today and teaching you exactly what to do to look out for it all. Eric has been coaching a lot of guys in the Trip Advice Accelerator program, and it's pretty amazing because the guys that have been working with him have been getting great results. If you want to work with Eric or work with one of the coaches here at Trip Advice, there are spots available. You can go to coachedbytrip.com, and when you go there, you'll fill out an application form, and that gives us information about you. We read that application, and then you'll get on the phone with either myself or with one of the onboarding members here at TripAdvice, and we'll be able to just go over the program for you, tell you what it's all about, and see if it's a good fit. So all you need to do is go to coachedbytrip.com, and there you'll get more information on the program. Let's just put it this way. It works. As long as you're doing the homework that we're assigning you, as long as you are doing the things that we're assigning you that's custom to you, then you're going to see results. It's kind of like going to a gym and working with the trainer. If the trainer is training you, but you're not doing what he's telling you to do, nothing's going to happen. But if you listen to him and you listen to his custom advice for you, that's why you hire a trainer, then you'll, in theory, get results. So that's how it works. We know exactly what to do to get you results, and it's all custom to you. So go to coachedbytrip.com to learn more, and you can work with Eric or I or one of the other coaches here at Trip Advice. Time to get into today's episode, learning about the latest and greatest internet dating scams. Check it out. Hello, Eric. What's going on, man? Hey, not too much. Doing great over here in Portland. How are you? Good, man. Good. Okay, so it's almost nearing the end of summer. I know that people in Portland at this time of year are going out a lot, doing a lot of fun stuff. 
is this when it starts to become a little sad? It's like, oh no, this is almost over. Or how long does it last there where people can do fun things? September is going to be the sad month. August is, if not a little bit hot, it's definitely the month to get out and do things before the rains come and then the sadness starts up. We'll still have those sunny days, right? But they'll be spliced in with the rain and much less predictable. So, Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, let's get into today's topic here. We're talking about scams. Yes. And I'm really interested in this because honestly, I haven't heard. I mean, I know that there's scams out there. I know that that's happening. Like what I know, I don't know if this is a scam, but I know that a lot of women on dating apps will give out their Snapchat or try to get you on Snapchat. I don't know if that's a scam or them just trying to make money off of selling nude pics and things like that, but I don't know too much about these. You clearly do. So we're discussing this today. So what's going on out there? Did you see this personally? Are clients seeing this? What's going on? So not only do I see this and encounter this personally, but I, I volunteer as bait so I can probe some of these scammers and that way I can, you know, sharpen the spear, right? So I continue my deliberate interactions with them because I kind of want to know what their tricks are and what their cons are and be familiar. Shut with off. Great. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad to have you on the team. This is great. We need more people like you doing this stuff. So, okay. So yeah. What, what are you finding here? So first of all, these, these scams are clearly not new but what worries me right now is that I'm starting to see just a huge amount of growth in them and sophistication getting behind them. Okay, so everyone who's done online dating has encountered a bot before, a profile that's not real, or something getting you over to the Instagram so they can get more followers or maybe to sell you something. Okay, so none of that stuff is new. I'm really not even that worried about it when it's obvious because most of us can figure out pretty quick that we're talking to a, a bot if their answers don't make sense in accordance with your questions, right? So I'm I'm particularly worried about the increasing sophistication behind some scams out there. And in the past, you would have speculated, or a lot of a lot of sources reporting on this would have speculated that the girl you're talking to is not really a girl, or it, it is a girl, but it's not the girl who has the photos up. Or it's perhaps even an entire team of people, right, behind this. And, of course, the photos don't represent yeah. that. Yeah, I know. I, I was watching something, some, like, documentary on this. And I know that there's people who are in, I think, Jamaica. I think Jamaica is one of the top countries. They make, like, a billion dollars a year as a country on dating scams, on getting people wow. to send them money. So I know that that's a big thing. And then it's like, it's like you said, there's teams of people. It's like little companies that are doing this. Like it's not just one person in a bedroom doing this. There's like a whole team of people on it, on this whole scam. Yeah, it, it sure sounds like they're Jamaican a lot of money over there. So um, <laughs> there you go. Right. So I didn't know it was particularly coming from Jamaica. and It well, might not always be. Right, right. I know that they're, they're one of the leaders in, in dating scams, love, love scams, they're called. Yeah, I didn't know that about Jamaica, but that's, that's really interesting. So, all right, well, let's, let's talk about what's going on here. So what, what I will do is I will talk about 
some warning signs in the background of how this works. But these are just going to be warning signs, red flags, that's it. None of them by themselves are definitive, okay? Because otherwise you'd have to exclude a lot of people who are legitimately human or being genuine with their dating interests, right? And then um, at the end, I can just talk about a simple two-step formula for determining if something is a scam or not, and if you should run the other direction, and it works 100% of the time. Oh, amazing. Okay, this is great. It's remarkably simple, actually. So, so first of all, what I'm chiefly concerned about right now are with cryptocurrency scams or any type of scams involving investments or stocks or currency trading. Okay, but crypto is kind of the big thing, of course, right? People weren't doing crypto scams some years ago. They are now still not particularly new, but there is a lot more of it right now. Okay, so some things to look out for. First of all, these can be very, very sophisticated. So when you're looking at someone's profile, notice if they've included a lot of luxuries. Okay, anything posh in the photos. Okay, anything posh or ritzy. Okay, this means if they're showing off their luxurious handbag in a photo, okay, or clear they're in a nice looking car, right? And it's not always obvious, like, here's this luxury car I bought, but it looks like a selfie or a legitimate photo of them, and it happens to be in a very nice looking car, right? So they, of course, are pretending that it's a real photo, but they want you to notice the scenery in that photo, right? And the material items. Like they're like, it's, it's really point. Like the pictures feel like they're pointing to I'm wealthy. Yes, exactly. Okay. And sometimes you're going to counter all sorts of variations of this. Sometimes it's incredibly blunt. It's just, here's my nice handbag, right? You know, with the, the diamonds on it and everything. And then other times it's a little bit more sneaky, Right, what they're trying to do here. So, yeah, the sophistication level and the intelligence of these would be scammers does vary a lot. So, yeah, you can't just use one rule or one formula here, but these are warning signs. Now, of course, it's also possible that she's a real person and you just happen to see this photo of her and she had something sure. nice in it. So, that's why these are red flags and they're warning signs. Okay. You shouldn't rule out anything based on one of them, but you're looking for a combination here. These scammers are typically going to be foreign to the USA. So they live outside the USA. However, they could very well have a local area code. There's all sorts of ways to do that now. And they're probably not in the US. They might claim they're in the US. They might claim they're in their local area or they might claim that they're in Canada or they're in Europe or Asia. And, you know, they you match with them because they were on business for a couple weeks here, but they are going to come back in another month or so. Right. To conclude business. So there could be all sorts of explanations there, but pay attention to anything that indicates they're foreign. OK, another big part of this, you know, I, I don't know quite why this is. A lot of them involve Chinese women, but not always women from other parts of Asia. Women, I've seen women from Europe. It could really be anywhere, but probably just the single biggest country this seems to be coming from is China. Not sure why. Now, there's a lot of great Chinese women out there who are not scammers. Actually, the vast majority of them are not scammers, right? So again, these are just red flags to look at 
And you should not just be swiping left on someone because of their ethnicity, right? No, you're going to pass on some amazing women if you do that, actually. So you're looking for certain things like this, okay? Do they have riches in the photos? Are they, you know, hate to say it, right? But are they Chinese or are they foreign anyway, we'll say. Okay, these are all just things to look for. These are factors. The photography itself will often include model-like qualities to it, both in the photographic elements and their beauty. Not always necessarily, because again, the sophistication level varies and some of them are trying to look very genuine and legitimate and some of them are really over the top. A supermodel, of course, you want to swipe right on me, right? They're going to typically try to get you off of the app for communication. And most commonly, that goes over to WhatsApp. It could be another platform as well. Okay, so there's a reason for this. And and we actually like to get off of dating apps for communicating when we are setting up dates, right? We don't want to be on that thing longer than we have to. But do pay attention for these red flags here. They don't want to be traced. They don't want to be reported by the app, right? So they don't want the evidence there, the nature of the conversation. So they're going to switch you over to WhatsApp. So that's why they do that. Okay. That's interesting. (laughs) I didn't think much of it. I know that they try to get you off of the app, but I thought that maybe it was a way to just try to get closer to you or seduce you in some way. Cause you know, what guy doesn't want the woman to be forward like that. Right. Right. And, and that's part of the reason why it's very alluring for us. Now with WhatsApp, who's using WhatsApp? A lot of people who are not in your local country are using WhatsApp okay, for international communication. The question is, why wouldn't they just use a local phone number and do regular text messaging? Right? They specifically want to use WhatsApp. I think WhatsApp is a great tool, by the way. It's, it's a great app. So again, it's a red flag okay, that doesn't define them as a scammer, but you start adding up all these factors... Okay, and you get a little bit suspicious once they vet more than one of them, right? Multiple factors here. What about like, did they ever try to get you on Signal or Telegram? Yeah, sometimes it's Signal or Telegram. WhatsApp is the one I see the most by far. Okay. Okay. And, and so you have to wonder again, okay. So you've gotten, yes. you've done it with these people. Yes, on purpose, actually. And you've gotten to the WhatsApp part. Yeah, it usually happens pretty quick. Okay. Okay. Usually happens pretty quick there. Okay. So they're, they're trying to get you off of that app as soon as possible. That way they can get to real talk here. Yeah. So you just have to look for all these red flags, of course, right? Now, before we used to say things, we used to warn you against, okay, be careful of really fake looking photos and these kinds of things, right? That's not enough, though, to find just a fake looking photo or to be suspicious off of that alone, okay? Because... The sophistication level is going up. I have, in fact, matched with these would-be scammers, and they've not only got the photos up there, but they're willing to video chat with me, so I'm actually connected to a real live girl, and it's not just the team behind the fake photo, right? There's someone out there, an actual very beautiful woman, typically, who wants to have a very personal connection with me, and so she's making the video call to prove to me otherwise she's real. Yeah, see, this is what it said in the documentary is they'll do that. They have it that sophisticated where they have a a girl to get on FaceTime or get on video call. So it's that it's that much more to prove that it is real or they are trying to prove they're real. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I might have to check out that documentary then. But 
So another big thing to look for here in the messaging quality is she's going to have a lot of questions about what type of love is your ideal love? Just really cliche questions that don't even make sense in my opinion, (laughs) but she's really trying to kind of get to just, you know, are you here for the same reason I am? I really want a wholesome love. Is that what you're looking for? Right. And she will probably ask these questions. So funny. Cause it's like, haven't they figured out like, haven't they figured out that like those questions are so weird? Are you looking for a wholesome love? If I ever heard that, I'd be like, what the hell is she talking about? Yeah. And, and some of them have figured that out. Right. Which is why they're getting smarter by the way. So you have to be really careful with this stuff in my profiles. It will say I'm here for dating, long-term dating, just something simple like that. And they'll, it's like they haven't read the profile, so they might ask the same question. So you have to start being suspicious at that point, okay? And it's possible they just missed it again, right? But yeah, so look out for really cheesy questions about love, you know? And certainly what's really going to happen here is they're not going to meet you or there's a couple of reasons why they can't meet you. Either they're in another country right now. Or they simply believe that you have to form a very wholesome connection online before they'll agree to meet you. They want to be sure it's 100% love, and that could take a couple weeks or even a couple months. They are prepared to play the long game here. Okay, so this is really dangerous because you might actually be interacting with this person for a few months, which gives them a lot of time to build up trust. Yeah, it's a, yeah, okay. So it's, yeah, that's what I remember too. It's a serious long game because that's going to help with getting it to the point where, where, well, I don't want to spoil it. So you can keep going. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now at some point they have to, of course, get into the money bit, right? They have to warm you up to it. And most are not going to outright ask, do you want to invest in cryptocurrency? Okay. They might talk about certain principles, what they're looking for in their future husband. He should be financially responsible, know how to use money, just things that sound really, really legitimate, right? And then this, of course, is going to be a segue eventually into you know investments and that kind of talk. Okay, so they're going to kind of tiptoe around that for a little bit, typically. A really common one that we see, not always, okay, and a really common one is going to have to be something to do with her family has a very successful investment firm, okay? Oftentimes I see the word uncle in there, so I don't know why, but just be careful with the word uncle, but it doesn't matter who it's coming from. Okay. Family or otherwise, but they're often going to justify. Yeah. You know, my, my family does this as a career, a really successful investment firm. I actually work for their company and that's what I do. So another red flag here is simply that she works in finance or something to do with investments. Okay. Again, obviously, that's not enough to go off of. There's women, real women who do work in real finance and they're not scammers, right? But we're kind of getting to this point here where they want to dupe you or start getting you excited about this prospect. And eventually, it's it's commonly with cryptocurrency, but it might be another form of currency, gold or, or any type of stock trading option. They're going to want to talk about the importance of investing in money And they're going to want you to go around to their cryptocurrency that they're trading. They might start with some legitimate apps or some legitimate wallets, right? Or some databases, okay? Things that you can easily verify are real. Okay, so there's no reason to be suspicious there, but eventually they're going to make some switch now that you've trusted them. 
they can talk about another one that they recommend, okay, which is going to be linked to their account somehow. This is where I stopped exploring because obviously I didn't want to send money. Okay. Be very, very careful with all of the above red flags here. Okay. Be very careful with women who are very eager to talk about finances. That's not something you just start discussing with a stranger you've never met. Okay. Before, right? So you should be very suspicious if it goes there and if she seems very eager to talk about it. And if you test them a little bit and you say, Hey, yeah, I, I love investing. I've, I bought some other stocks. I've put some money into housing. They surely are going to try to convince you. No, no, no. Housing is a terrible investment right now. You don't want to do those stocks as they're really unreliable. Okay. So they're going to start trying to convince you like, that's not where you want your money to go. You got to get in on this crypto project. Okay. And sooner or later, they have to invite you in to trade with them. Right. Talking about this because. It's just so commonplace now. A lot of the people listening right now have already had these encounters. You and I have clients that have already had these encounters, and I sometimes get emails and messages from our clients who want me to verify if something is a scam or not. Cool. And it takes me about five seconds, right? I just have to look at a couple screenshots. But no, yeah. It's pretty clear people are getting duped. Wow. Do you know anyone who's gotten duped, who have actually sent money? Fortunately, not personally, but I have had, like I said, there have been clients and other people asking me, right, for something that they might have been duped on had I not intervened at this point. So it's it's a probable this would happen. Wow. Yeah, I'm I'm reading reports. I do know some other people who have been scammed in other ways, like sextortion, some things like that. But there's certainly a lot more attempts happening with the crypto scams right now. What's that? I'm not sure, like statistically, the exact prevalence and what's going on with that. But that what sextortion is, it's going to be very similar to you meet a girl online and she's really game for the hookup, right? She wants to entice you with sexuality. And so not necessarily a conventional date, but for you just to, hey, come meet me at the hotel. Let's do a hookup. I'm really interested And what she did was she surveilled it and she recorded it and she will threaten a sum of money, a bribe, right? That you have to pay her. Otherwise, she's going to go ahead and and publicize this video of you, right? And that one I don't, I haven't quite followed as much. What kind of video would it be that they wouldn't want out there? Presumably, it'd be a video of you having sex or just in the nude. So she's actually going to put herself in this position and then demand a huge sum of money. Oh, okay. It's like a video when they're having sex or doing something. Right. Maybe it's okay. That's the idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that's that's just wild. And I do personally know people I wonder, who have yeah. been victim to that and they've had to go to the police and everything, right? That's crazy. Report it, so. That's a hard one to look out for. That one is, I, uh, this is not the sort of thing that people should excessively worry about, but you just kind of start thinking like, okay, I just met a girl on the internet. She already wants to sleep with me. Hmm, That that does happen. Absolutely. Right. But you have to kind of think, what is she using here to lure you? Of course, sexual energy. Right. Right. And she's skipping a lot of the conventional dating process. Chances are it's going to be in a situation in which you're not in control, meaning she chose the hotel room or the location And this doesn't work if you proposed her, hey, let's meet in a public place. Let's go on a proper date and then we can go here. If you just invite her back to her house, she doesn't have the monitoring equipment there, right? So she's going to be very, very particular about getting you to a certain location, I'd imagine. Ah, there you go. So you just nailed it right there. So if you want to really know for sure if this is legit or not, 
just ask to meet and do a regular date to start or do it yeah. somewhere else or be somewhere else. Just don't comply to her requests of where to go. Yeah, exactly. I mean, just meeting in a public place, you have a lot of safety right then and there, right? If she really is interested in a sexual relationship with you, a change in location isn't going to preclude mm-hmm. that from happening. Okay. okay she's not going to suddenly lose interest. But if she completely adheres to this concept, no, 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 we can only do it in this one place, right? My territory, right? Right. That's when you need to be kind of suspicious. So with these crypto scams... There's always going to be a variety of reasons why she will not meet you in person. It used to also be considered that she wouldn't even video chat with you. But nowadays, she in fact might video chat with you. Okay, so just because you got a good video chat, a virtual date with someone does not mean that they are not a scammer. Exactly. Okay. can't stress that enough. It'll probably be a pretty short date, right? But even just to say hi to you for five minutes, show you their beauty in person, What else? With the varying levels of sophistication, do expect scammers to also know references to local areas, which is really not difficult to figure out. Um, I've had these would-be scammers contact me and I I would test them and I'd ask them like, okay, so you're from China. What's what's the only good Chinese restaurant in Portland? Because most of them are terrible, right? And they're, I think they're just Googling things, right? And they're able to name some actual options. So if they have local knowledge, that doesn't mean anything. Okay. That doesn't mean they're not a scammer. Right. So they can be very sophisticated, but to kind of leave off the listeners here with what they need to know, there's very two simple rules that you need to follow. And as long as you follow, you will never get conned. Okay. It's more like two conditions actually. So condition number one, you have not met them in person. Okay. Maybe you've met them in video chat. That doesn't matter anymore. Okay. They're doing that now. They will video chat with you. It's a real girl somewhere. Okay. But if they have not met you in person, right, it's, it's one thing. If you've been dating someone a long time, you go out together in person, you call her your girlfriend and you decide to go in on some financial projects together. That's one thing. So this is someone who has not yet met you in person and she will probably have supposed plans. She's coming back in a couple of weeks I just had a girl talking to me saying how she's going to join me for Burning Man, the festival. And of course, that's not going to happen, right? So they will do anything here, right, to convince you that they are going to be seeing you, that that sounds exciting. They want to spend time with you. And they're going to act like they're already in love with you despite never having met you in person. So if they have not met you in person, that's condition number one, okay? That condition will always be true, okay? So... Yeah, if they haven't met you in person, beware. And the other condition here is anything, this is very simple, anything having to do with your wallet. Okay, doesn't matter what it is. Anything that has to do with finances. I don't care if it's gift cards, crypto, whatever it may be. If it has to do with money, your wallet, and they will not meet you in person or have not yet met you in person, it is 100% a scam. That's all you need to know. Okay, you just have to get in the habit of asking yourself two questions here. Have they met me in person yet? No. Okay. Does this have to do with my wallet? Finances? Yes. It's a scammer. 100%. Okay. Fail proof. Okay. 100% of the time. Okay. Yes. And and they're always going to have their excuses for why they cannot meet up with you. Oftentimes it's, okay, I'm, I'm not there for another couple weeks. I was on business. Now I'm in this other country. 
but I'm coming back. I'm really excited to meeting with you. And oftentimes they'll set up the date with you in a couple of weeks, right? And then that just means they have to get you on their their scam before they actually, you know, supposedly meet you before that expiration period comes here. Okay. So that absolutely can happen. Some of the women I've talked to here, they will insist that it's just part of their culture that you you wouldn't just go meet a stranger, someone you connect with online. You have to form a little bit of an initial bond. They're a little bit more safety conscious. This is legitimately true for certain cultures. If you if you are going to date okay. like Asian women in Asia, a lot of them are going to be more comfortable having gotten to know you a little bit more right before agreeing to meet. Not all. It obviously depends on where you are, of course. So there can be some truth to that. But to uh, talking for a few days is one thing, and then you know a couple months and they're still not meeting you. That's something else, right? So it's all a question of if it's reasonable, but. So if this gets confusing because they really are using a lot of sophisticated justifications, a lot of different plays here. So if you're ever confused, that's where you just ask yourself these two questions. Has she met me in person yet? No, she has not. Does this have something to do with my wallet? Yes, it does. It's a scam. That's all you need to know. Okay. Okay. Easy. And you'll, you'll never fall victim to it. If you just ask those two questions every time. The way that we teach online dating we have a script that always lends itself to meeting in person, right? From the moment you guys match, the script goes all the way to getting the woman to text you. And then it goes from that to getting them in person to meet up. Whether it's a scammer or it's someone who's not complying, so they're not following you through the script, they're not responsive, they're not agreeing to meet up with you. They're not even agreeing to FaceTime with you. You know, right there, they're in some bucket of scammer, not interested, whatever. But the whole point is, well, the whole point of using online dating is to meet women in person, right? That's the whole idea. So if you are following a script or following some sort of principle to lend itself to getting her to meet you in person, and that is not happening, that is hard stop, not even just red flag. That's all the red flags, that's stop, it's done. You shouldn't be entertaining anything else. Now, of course, some women want to FaceTime first. Okay, that's fine too, that's okay. But after that, if they're not interested in meeting up, then they're not interested or it's potentially a scam. So either way, whatever category it falls into, if it doesn't lend itself to easily meeting up, just I would just be done. So if you follow that protocol, you know that's kind of all you need to know, right? Yeah, that's absolutely true. As a lot of our clients are finding out here, as, as people get better and more effective online dating, they also have options too. And the nice thing there is you don't have to play one person's game, right? If you have options, you have options. And so that's a, that in itself is a, a, a great protection for you. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I just to realize there's, yeah, there's more choices out there, right? There always will be, in fact. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing too. I was actually just talking about this on the YouTube video I just made, but the whole idea is if they're not going at the pace that you want, you don't need to continue with this person. A lot of guys initially feel because they don't have as many options and they need to jump the hoops of the woman and and she's the one holding the frame it doesn't have to be like that for example 
if you're talking to a woman and she needs to, I don't know, chat with you more than let's say one time on a FaceTime or a phone call, but you don't want to do that and you're trying to meet up with women to go on dates, you don't have to keep jumping through those hoops. You can just drop her. You don't have to be talking to her anymore. It's like guys think that they need to do the things that the women want them to do or they won't get the woman. And well, that might be the case, but why not just reverse that? So I'm saying to the guys out here is that you can go at the pace that you want. And if the woman's not going at the pace that you want, you don't have to continue seeing. So if you were on a FaceTime call with the woman and you said, hey, let's meet up. And she said, I just feel more comfortable if we just, you know, talk one more time. And then let's say you actually jump through that hope and you do it one more time and you say, okay, well, you know, I think it's time we meet and let's hang out. Let's go on a date. And she goes, no, I just don't feel comfortable yet. You just be done. You don't have to sit there. So really be clear on what it is that you want. And as a guy going through the dating process, what's acceptable for you? I mean, of course, there's got to be some balance because if you have too harsh of rules, then you're going to have a very low pool of women. For example, if you're like, well, I expect her to sleep with me within 10 minutes of the first date. Well, most women aren't going to do that. So you're just, you're lowering your pool. So you have to be somewhat reasonable. And within that reasonable desire, whatever that may be for you, that should be your threshold. And if a woman doesn't fall inside that threshold, then goodbye. Then you move on to someone else who will. Yeah, everyone needs to be really careful out there right now. It's just because of the upward tick in this stuff right now. That's the real reason why I thought only now to actually want to talk about this right on a public stream here. I thought that was important just to announce, just to get into the limelight there. This is getting worse and it's getting more sophisticated. So just always check with those two conditions. Has she met you yet in person? And does this have anything to do with your wallet? Right. So the only two things you need to ask yourself. And then it doesn't matter whatever else they're using here. Doesn't matter the degree of sophistication. Okay. You already know if it's a scam or not based on these two things. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever gotten really close though to getting scammed? Like even before when you didn't know some of this stuff? Um, no, I mean, no, I have not. There have been times, especially when I, you know, first encounters with some of this stuff where I, I got, of course, to a point where we're communicating a lot, but anytime for me, it goes over to anything having to do with finances. Again, for me, that just defines it. It is a scam. Part of the reason why I'm so privy to that is because of my experience traveling around the world. And and when you travel as much as I have, which is almost 30 countries, now 29 countries now, you encounter a lot of scams that are targeted at you because you're the foreigner, right? So you you just learn like, hey, if I just follow this one simple rule and keep my wallet away from everything, I can I can freely have interactions with anyone I want and not have to worry at all. I'm just going to say no. Yeah, you only talk about money with the women in your life when you have a prolonged and healthy relationship with them, right? So it's never going to be with something that's new, okay? someone who's new and certainly not with someone who will not or has not met you in person. Very good. I like it. I mean, it, it's, it's interesting too, because some women can play the even probably super long game. It could be even a scam where it's like, maybe they are hanging out with you. They're talking to you. They're, they're dating you. And then like down the line, they're asking you for money. 
I just wouldn't trust anyone that needs money for anything. And that's a red flag, by the way. If a woman needs like a significant amount of cash for some reason, and you've been dating her for, I mean, you know, you've been, like, for example, you've been dating her for under six months. I'm not talking about someone who's your wife, okay? Or your girlfriend of many years, but like, you're dating her for under six months and she like needs some sum of money. This is not an immediate, yes, whatever you need. Like really look into that to make sure even then that it's not some weird scam or she's pulling something on you or who knows what it is. Trip, when you asked me, do I know anyone who's personally been scammed like this? I said no initially, not for what's going on with like crypto right now. I do know some other people. Some of them were clients, okay? And then some of them were just personal people in my life, we'll say friends, where they have given like sums of like they've bought gifts and things for real women. So it's not quite like the complete fake profile and fake persona, not the extreme amounts, the extreme sums of money going on with crypto right now. But they've spent, you know, they've bought gifts, $300 for new clothing, things like that. And that's that's because the women really needed it for some reason. And I've certainly seen this. I, I can't believe I have stories about this, but I've met people who've participated in prison pen pal exchange programs, message exchange programs, which is essentially just virtual dating for women who are in prison and um, perhaps it's, uh, you know, not a violent crime or they're going to be released soon. So it's minor offenses, relatively minor offenses there. Um, yeah, they're, they're usually going to be asking you for money at some point because they're in prison and they might be getting released soon and they're not going to have any money of their yep. own. Right. And they're going to need some shoes or some clothing. And again, some of them might set you up in the way that they have with some of the, the clients and peers I know here where they say, okay, well, you know, fly down, meet me in this state. We'll go out together and maybe they won't actually show up, but hopefully they'll have gotten some gifts from you in the meantime. Right. And just uh, seduce you all the way to the bank. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, quick, quick lesson there. Don't date women who are in prison. Okay. Let's, <laughs> let's do the dating when they're out of prison. Right. Yeah. Well, Hey, listen, it comes back to the two rules. That's right. Meeting yeah, them in person. This- we'll say, um, outside of prison and uh, them asking for something with your wallet. So that's exactly correct, right? If it has to do with your wallet and they haven't met you, just run the other direction. It's that simple. And then all the other varying factors, all the red flags. Yeah, I mean, there's there's so much variation now that it can be really confusing and hard to tell what's real and what's fake. So just bring it back to those two rules, okay? Very simple. Eric, you're the man always dropping knowledge bombs here on the podcast. I'm always happy to have you on here sharing this stuff. So thanks for doing it once again. And yeah, guys, just look out for this stuff. Be smart. Use your use your common sense. Use your wit and follow these rules. Eric, thanks again, man. Thanks for coming on and sharing all this stuff with us. Yeah, you are very welcome. I'm going to go ahead and sign off now. I am having a conversation with a girl in Thailand who wants me to invest in gold right now. (laughs) Okay, perfect. We'll we'll wrap that up and um, hopefully do this again soon. Thank you. (laughs) Awesome, Eric. Thanks so much, man. All right. Take care now. 